The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then Jesus sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. I've heard from parents about how frustrating it can be to work with a child who says no when asked to do anything. Almost as frustrating is working with a child who questions everything, who asks why to every request. Sometimes this is just a tactic to delay or or to get out of doing chores, but sometimes the ways of parents just don't make sense to their children who then either begin to ask questions, or worse, rebel a little. This tendency to ask questions when things don't make sense doesn't really go away. To laws that don't make sense, people begin to protest, and when the actions of leaders don't make sense, there's a call for public inquiry. For many, the ways of God don't make sense, For many, the ways of God don't make sense, and this experience is sometimes used as evidence against God. It doesn't make sense that an all-good, loving, and powerful God would allow innocent children to suffer, or for natural disasters to take lives, or for poverty to hold so many back. It doesn't make sense. We can try to explain some of these away, Poverty might be explained by greed, or disasters could be explained by climate change, but there still remains so many things that go unexplained and don't make sense. The early Christians were confronted with a similar dilemma. Despite their best efforts to share the good news, progress in baptizing all nations as Jesus commanded 
was slow. Most who heard the good news didn't accept it and sometimes even responded with violence. It didn't make sense to the Christians that their message of God's love, backed by the evidence of the resurrection and a great many other miracles, was so difficult to share. It didn't make sense that God's chosen people would be so reluctant to accept that Jesus was the long-awaited Savior, or that the Gentiles would be quicker to let go of their pagan religions and adopt the Christian faith. God's ways often don't make sense, and this fact often bothers us deeply because we like things that make sense. In the second reading today, to those, uh, to those Christians, St. Paul acknowledged this experience. <clears throat> he says, How inscrutable his ways, for who has known the mind of the Lord? No one can read the mind of another. We're left looking for signs in the actions and words of another, and even then are often left guessing at what's on the mind of others. Longtime spouses have shared with me how, even after decades of time spent together, they can still surprise one another. Getting to know who a person is is a lifelong project. God is no different. Great studies can be conducted to know things about God, but to actually know who God is, that takes a special kind of relationship. In the Gospel today, we heard about a moment when Jesus asked his small group of disciples a couple of questions. First, he asked them about popular opinion. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? The people have seen Jesus at work. They've heard his message and witnessed miracles. They saw enough that they were led to say that Jesus must be like many of the prophets who had come before, that Jesus is like Elijah, Jeremiah, or even John the Baptist. There were a variety of opinions floating about, around about who Jesus was, but they were all wrong. The people don't get it right. There was something lacking in their relationship with Jesus, and, and until something would later change, they wouldn't truly know who Jesus is. Peter did much better. He recognized that he was in the company of no mere prophet or teacher. When Jesus next asked his disciples, Who do you say that I am? Peter correctly proclaimed, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. This declaration was probably the first official act of the first pope. Peter didn't just speak for himself, but for all the disciples. He spoke for the church. Right from the first days of the Christian faith, there's been a divide between the opinion of the public and the opinion of the church on who Jesus is. They don't at all agree, and they can't all be right. Wanting to align ourselves with the disciples, we can take a look at what set Peter's confession apart. After all, Peter saw the same miracles as the people, and he heard the same words but the crowd seemed to miss or overlook something that Peter picked up on. 
First, Peter was determined to do whatever was needed to stay close to Jesus. The man gave up his job and left his family so he could journey with Jesus and, and discover who Jesus was. It wasn't enough for Peter to simply see miracles and hear words. He wished to be with Jesus. We come to church regularly to do the same thing, to be near our Lord. For a moment each week, we leave the comforts of our homes and surrender our plans to be with our Savior. Beyond the walls of this place, there are signs of God at work. It's possible to even hear the good news or to see miracles as the crowds of Caesarea Philippi did. But that's not enough for us. We want to be with Jesus and come here to do just that. Next, Peter had also been given a unique gift. After making his correct confession about who Jesus was, the, sa- the, the Savior praised him. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Peter wasn't the smartest or the most educated. He wasn't the holy, holiest and wouldn't be the first to believe in the resurrection. He had, however, been given the gift of faith, and this gift allowed him to recognize something that remained invisible for most others. Like Peter, we're not the holiest or the best educated or smartest, but we have obviously been given a similar gift of faith. Many things may prompt us to question our faith, but our shared faith draws us here for renewal and strength. It's helpful to know what set Peter's confession apart because, like the disciples we heard about in the Gospel, we're also asked about who Jesus is. Every time God's people are threatened or are confronted with death, when God's ways seem strange or innocent people suffer, we're asked about who Jesus is. And so here's our response. Like St. Peter, we recognize that God's ways often are strange to us, just as a parent's ways may seem strange to a child. Yet the child knows their parent is loving and worthy of trust. This is St. Peter's response. A confession in the midst of so many questions declaring that God is also trustworthy. He's sent his son to be our savior. Like St. Peter, we acknowledge how the mind of God doesn't make sense. And like, like, and like St. Peter, we profess that he still deserves our sacrifices, worship, love, and trust. Jesus didn't ask his disciples about what people thought he was doing or what his purpose was. He didn't ask if the disciples could understand his ways. Jesus didn't strive to explain the ways of God to those who faced many of the same hardships as we do today, to those wondering about the ways of God, our Lord asks, Who do you say that I am? There may be many things that don't make sense to us, but we've not been left alone in facing them, for God is indeed with us. Maker of all that is good, you've given us a great many gifts. When things don't make sense, draw us close to you so we can renew our faith in your Son, 
who reveals your way, truth, and love. This we pray in his name. Amen.